G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our review and rank series for 2023. And today is all about the nation of Armenia. Yes, Armenia, the winner of Eurovision last year, according to Spotify, because I tell you, Snap went off. It got millions and millions and hundreds of millions of views. It was kind of its own winner in its own way, wasn't it? Yeah, it just goes to show you don't have to lift that little trophy at the end to walk away a winner, do you? But let's talk about Armenia as a country. Now, after joining the Eurovision Song Contest in 2006, Armenia has competed a total of 14 times. Now, of those 14, they've qualified for the grand final on 11 occasions. That's a pretty good record. The first five appearances all made the top 10, including their best ever finish of fourth place, which they have achieved twice. Recent years have had their ups and downs. They had a run of qualification from 2013 to 2017, then missed out in 2018 and 2019. But they returned to the Saturday Night Show in 2022, when Rosalyn achieved a credible 20th place with her song Snap. As we said, she got the last laugh because it's now become a worldwide hit and the second most streamed song in Eurovision history. Yeah, that was quite the uh, achievement there. And can I just say, so fourth place, I think one of their best was Calais Calais, I think. That is correct. Absolute bob. And can I just say, Savak robbed in 2018. No, sorry. <laughs> just a few little poles isn't going to cut it for uh, for any staging there, Savak. All right, well, who's going to try and win over Europe this year for Armenia? Well, this year we have Brunette with Future Lover. Brunette, a.k.a. Ellen Yeremian, is a 21-year-old singer from Yerevan who will actually turn 22 during Eurovision, or just before, on the 4th of May, so a couple of days beforehand. So she released her first kind of music at 18 years old and has been involved in such things as musical collectives that do nightclub gigs, a girl group that releases songs even now, and she's still apparently part of it. And she also does a lot of solo stuff as well on the side. She was an internal selection from the Armenian broadcaster AMPTV, who wanted to go down the same route as last year of a young and up-and-coming Armenian singer to try and obviously make the global stage yet again. Mm, Well, they did very well last year. I'm not surprised they went back to the well. All right, let's talk about the pros of the song. Do you want to kick us off, Mike? Yes, I will. I'm going to start off with Brunette is a very compelling and very, very good singer. In general, she delivers this very well throughout all parts of the song. Her vocal style adapts very well and she delivers it excellently. Yeah, and there's a real kind of um, a sweetness to this song. It's, you know, it is a letter to a future lover. And I think that will actually resonate with a lot of people. I think a lot of people love the kind of feeling and the meaning behind the song. Hmm. Now, the production of the track here is very, very good. I think they've handled all the different parts of the song really, really well. The beginning allows the vocal to shine. Then we bring through the power and the dynamism as we go through that spoken word through to the power pop bit at the end. So it's been tweaked in all the correct places as the song progresses. Yeah, I do. I agree. The musical production is great. I love how it starts very delicate. And I think the orchestral backing is fantastic. I think that is really good. And I have to say, the rap part, which I think is kind of like the moment of the kind of whole song, really sort of 
slap bang in the middle. I think that is she does it really well. I think she gets the most out of it, and it's probably the peak of the song. Now, as I've already mentioned, I think the song does progress very well, and I think that gives the staging a good opportunity to be diverse as well. So I think if they have the right creative approach, there's plenty to work with here because you can bring different angles and different dynamics to the whole thing. Yeah, I have to agree. I got that down as well because the, the structure of the song allows the staging. And I really feel like Armenia, they feel that they're really buoyed from last year. And I think they're really going to go big, particularly in staging that music video looks pricey, looks expensive. And I think they're going to go big. And they're certainly getting behind the entry this year. You can even see from the YouTube views how much Armenia is getting behind the entry this year for a go at Eurovision. So uh, they will throw everything into that staging. All right, Dale, shall we get on to some of the drawbacks on this one, possibly? Now, the opening part of the song does allow her vocal to shine, but unfortunately, you then hear the lyrics. And it just sounds like a lot of jumbled up words thrown together. It almost sounds like it's been written by an AI technology. Speaking of lyrics, the main hook of the song features, I decide to be good, do good, look good. Oh my God, vomit inducing. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, I 100% agree. There's also, and let's say someone's not picking up in English and all that kind of stuff. It's just the sound of it and the diction. The words roll into each other and it just doesn't really... You can have a simple... Look, we've got cha-cha-cha. You can be simple in words, but be effective in your chorus. This is weak and a bit whiny and... Uh, and it sounds... It just sounds bad. I just don't enjoy that chorus. I think it's just poor. I, I just, I'm very surprised that this is getting so much love. Mm. Now, the song itself doesn't feel the most cohesive. Now, we start off with that soft ballad part, then we get into the spoken word, and then into the more power pop version, which includes another language. So, it's an unusual structure, and on first listen, I'm just not sure this will have immediate mass audience appeal. Yeah, what's there to hold on to here? Um, the chorus, we mentioned, that chorus is a little odd, and I don't think it's something to grab onto. I do think there's obviously a bit of impact with the rap to a point, but you know, if you've got impact with your rap as your big point, uh, I think you're struggling. And then you kind of back to that chorusy a bit again. There's a nice orchestral backing and decent score here, but where where's the one thing to hook onto, and where's that kind of impact going to have uh, on people? I just I'm just failing to see what is going to be grabbing people to actually vote for it. Mm -hmm. I will agree with that. I do think there are staging challenges here as much as there are opportunities. Now, she doesn't move around a lot when she performs this at the pre-parties, so you're going to have to add something to this to make it stand out because I don't think the song, apart from that extended rap splash spoken word, has real moments. Okay, you're going to change some mood lighting, etc., but what else? Are you going to bring cringy dances on? Like, what else can you do with this? Exactly. And there's also, like, talking about the the singing and the chorus and everything, there's also diction. So I find it, as we sort of were saying, like, the way the words kind of roll in, there's a diction part with that. And that's on the studio recorded version. What's that going to be like live? I don't know. I just think that's not going to be super appealing for a person. And if it does make the final, not great for juries as well. And you know what this song reminds me of? Really reminds me of Walking Out from Armenia in 2019. Not obviously the same type of style, but it's all meant to be good. There's a lot of hype around it. A lot of people are loving it, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel like something people are going to vote for. It feels cold. It feels flat. 
And that came through very much on the stage in Tel Aviv. And I think we're going to see the same thing happening here. I feel it's a bit smoke and mirrors at this point. Yeah. People are telling me it's good and I'm looking at it and hearing it going, no, it's not. Yeah, exactly. And I remember walking out in 2019, got 1.5 million views in one hour. And they were like, oh, we don't know how that happened. We'll have to investigate. Just briefly, this is one of the most viewed um, videos on YouTube at the moment. Put it one-on-one together if you want to there. As always, Dale, it isn't just our views on the Review and Rank series, it's also that of the AussieVision contributors. And what have they thought of Armenia this year? Well, they have placed Armenia in 27th. Oh, wow. That's quite low. Oh, did you expect it to be higher? Oh, yeah. With the hype this is getting, I thought, and you know, with, with our team sort of demographic, I was expecting teens. Well, it did get two top 10s. Three in the 30s, so lots sitting in the 20s there. So I know a lot of people like really saying this is bad, but no one really hyping this up. Two in the top 10 is quite surprising for a song that is 12th in the odds to win the contest. Mm. So who are we hearing from the team today? We're hearing from Justin and we're hearing from Cooper. As someone who was chronically online on Tumblr like 10 years ago, the instant kinship that you can feel with Armenia's lyrics is actually quite genius. Whether or not our demographic would vote for that entry is another story, but the lyrics, the composition, and the potential for staging is all playing into Armenia's favor right now. However, while I really like the unique structure that the song has with the rap in the middle and its non-standard structure, I think that's what's going to be its downfall should it make it into the final. Juries tend not to vote for this kind of entry, so it'll be interesting to see what will happen if Armenia is able to make it into the final in the first place. I am obsessed with Future Lover. What excites me about this track is that it's the exact definition of a contemporary ballad. It sounds like a song that was made in 2023, which is sometimes a rarity with Eurovision entries. The song blends the beauty of an orchestral ballad and the oomph of rap and R&B. The part where the first chorus and the rap really kicks in will be a wow moment live if they stage it correctly. My only concern is that that kick of energy comes pretty early on in the song and then plateaus for the remaining 90 seconds. Personally, I don't mind the song structure, but it may be a problem when trying to keep the attention during a multi-hour show. But apart from that, this song is one of my favourites this year. I've seen so many people write it off this early, but I'm praying Armenia pull all the stops out live and make this something special. Well, the first thing that strikes me is Justin's connecting with this one because of something that happened 10 years ago and (laughs) Cooper's connecting with it because he thinks it's very modern. They both bring up the structure thing here, which I do think is very interesting but they have concerns about how well perhaps a jury will do with it. I don't know. I wasn't that convinced by those comments, to be honest. They didn't really sell it to me. Well, you know, I've, I've been purposely, we never listened to this, yeah. and because I find this a really intriguing uh, entry in the response from fans, I really wanted to listen to it before doing this pod, and I almost wanted to ask Twitter, like, what do people love about this? But I was like, no, wait. Now, I heard that. I can't say Justin again convinced me, um, but I, I, get, I get the structure thing. I do get that. And I do think I could hear what Cooper was saying about the modern ballad. Okay, so instead of hitting a key change, you're hitting a big rap in the middle of it. So, you know, we, we are a little bit older, of course, um, <laughs> but he's right. It comes early and they have to make that a big moment and then they have to keep it going. But you know what? If they can throw the kitchen sink at the staging, at least that could be its hope. Hmm. Well, let's get into our rap and rank on this one, Dale. Now, overall, this is a very interesting entry for Armenia. To be honest, 
I don't really know what to make of it. I really like her as a performer and a vocalist, and it has some very nice elements. And out there, I can see a lot of people have really connected with this song. However, for me, it does not work at all. It just has no impact on me, and I struggle to remember it afterwards. In fact, I actually want to turn it off when it's on. I've ranked Future Lover in 33rd out of the 36. Low. Very low. There's only a couple of stragglers behind it, <laughs> really. Living home. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. I'll jump into mine. As I mentioned, this is the entry that has me absolutely scratching my head. I'm obviously missing something special here because it passes me by and I see little redeeming qualities as a competition song. How is this 12th in the odds to win the contest? How is it 10th in the odds to come top 10? It is unfathomable to me and how it's, I just don't see it at all. If it comes left-hand side of the scoreboard, or God, even close to it, I'll eat my hat. I'll shave off my beard. I'll walk around the town naked. Like, I just do not see that happening. Oh, dear, oh, dear. (laughs) You can hold me to the beard thing. I will shave my beard off if this comes left-hand side of the scoreboard. 100% I will stand by that. It leaves me, we say leaves me cold, maybe a bit too often. This leaves me dead, ice cold, buried, deceased in a bad way. I've ranked this 34th out of the 36. Oh, wow. So we're in the same pocket there. And to be honest, it doesn't sound like the team really, really went for it either. So it's an interesting one. It seems to be dividing people. I think that I can recognize what the good things are, right? And I stand by all those good bits. On the feeling of the heart, it just is nothing. And I just don't believe there is the support that is out there. I, You know, a lot of times I go, oh, I question, what's what am I missing here? I just don't believe it's there. Mm. I really don't believe this. I feel that I don't think this will qualify. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? You compared it to something else. To me, it reminds me of Panda from 2019. Oh, yeah. God, you know, that. people were like, oh, my God, I'm in tears every time I hear it, and this is amazing, and this is going to get top 10. Such a wonderful piece of music. No, it wasn't. It was boring as bat droppings. And this was. This is even just weirder and, oh, no, nah, just not getting it at all. Not getting it. I tell you, the one bet I would put on right now, if I could, they don't have this market in Australia, non-qualification market, this 100%, I would throw everything I have on it because I don't see this qualify unless the only thing that can save this is out of the world staging to completely distract you from voting. And look, I'm yeah. sorry. It's just, yeah, there's, it's just not doing anything for us, obviously. Well, clear top 10 coming up for <laughs> Armenia now that that's all done. <laughs> all right. Well, look, um, we'll leave it there. If you love it, we do apologize. But hey, some people do just um, obviously not the Aussie Division team so much this year. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.